0: You are now listening to Raise the W, recorded at the School of Communication inside the Hickey Audio Lab on the beautiful campus of Western Michigan University. Come aboard and hear the people, stories and impact of Western Michigan University. Here's your host, Tim Tarantine. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Raise the W, the podcast where we celebrate Western Michigan University, our university. We celebrate the brown and gold and all things that make it great. And if you've been paying attention to what's happening with your university, you know that things are shifting in enrollment. You've seen more about Western Michigan University on billboards, high schools. We are having an impact, and students are coming. We're having some good success. And the mastermind behind this strategy and the guy who continues to work hard to help us attract the best, the brightest, and the the most gritty— to this campus is Dr. Terry Curran. He is the Associate Provost of Enrollment Management. Dr. Curran, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks,
1: man. It's been a long time waiting for this, but um, I'm well, glad you, to be here today. Yeah,
0: you CEO'd me, man. I think you <laughs> had so much to do. You, you, know, you I've been time. so busy. <laughs> As you should be. That's right. Uh, yeah. you, you're focusing on a very important area to the university, and we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Before we do that, though, we need to meet you. You're new to campus. Um, we came in around the same time, about two years ago, a year and a half ago, and uh, so so let's introduce you. What Tell us a little bit about, describe for us the neighborhood you grew up in. Wow. Um, I grew up in um, North Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. Tell me more. Um,
1: really kind of a blue-collar town, small town, one, one traffic light. Um, one traffic light. One traffic light at the time. Um, yeah. And, you know, Rhode Island is, of course, the smallest state in the in the Union. So Rhode you Island know, has five. You, yeah, you we had, had one of them. Right. That's yeah. right. That's <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, you, you always say that in Rhode Island, you know, don't blink, you'll miss it. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And um, Rhode Island folks are really different. You know, a trip to the mall is a whole day experience. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, but I grew up in Rhode Island. Grew up as a, a family of uh, five kids. I was the oldest. My, um, my folks were... First generation college people. Actually, my dad was first generation college, and um, you know, we always uh, built this sense of, of working for everything that you that you that you earn. I mean, yeah, um, nothing's given to you. You got to earn it. You sure. got to go out and, and be gritty about it. And um, and that's um kind of the story of my life. You know, I mean, hmm. five kids. Um, unfortunately, you know, for for our family, my dad died really young. He was only thirteen, so I became an adult overnight. Yeah, and, um, you had to take care of things. Yeah, I had to take care of a lot of things. But um, it taught me, taught me how to be a leader. It taught me how to um, to uh, set my sets high, my, my goals high and, and go for them. And yeah. um, that's what I, that's kind of the, my background and how it's always in, kind of influenced my professional career.
0: High school in Rhode Island, and then you went to where mm-hmm.
1: for undergrad? I did. I, I, um, I went to a um, Christian Brothers Academy. Um, for high school.
0: Um, that sounded like a
1: suit shop. Well, it, it felt like that it. Sounded like um, you every day, a shirt and tie, baby. Shirt yeah. and tie and a jacket. Every day. Yeah, that's right. Either that or your Letterman sweater, which, um, that's that's the only that was a, the um, call of duty. Yeah. And um, I went there to play um football and baseball.
0: Um, what position you play in football?
1: Uh, football was a tackle. Yeah. Tackle or end, somewhere in that area. And baseball was a pitcher. Um, yeah. So I, I always, always enjoyed competing. being I mean, at that level. But I, um, I went from, from the, um, the Brothers Academy to, to a state university. I went to the University of Rhode Island as an undergraduate. Wow. And, um, and that's where I, I started getting involved in, in student affairs, um, mm. working as a student on campus, um, getting involved in residence halls. And, and I think from there I found my calling in terms of I always wanted to work on a college campus. I, it felt mm. like home, that's where I belong, so. What
0: is it about that energy that you like?
1: Um, you know, it's about being in an atmosphere where something's changing every day. There's something always going on. There's excitement. You're learning things. You're you're around new information. You're around people that are all working towards the same goal. That um, there's just a sense of energy on a college campus that just draws you yeah. into things on a daily basis, and you can see the potential. And um, and then when you start working there as a as a staff member, and you watch students grow, and You see what they look like the first day they come for orientation. Then you see them graduate four years later and they're young adults and the world is (laughs) at their hands. Yeah, Um, That's an amazing feeling to see it and and watch it. So that's kind of why I've always felt like it's a natural place for me. What was your first job in enrollment? How did you get into
0: the enrollment side of that?
1: Yeah, my career is about um, falling into the right thing at the right time. Um, Yeah. I have been in student affairs for a long time. I, I have been a residence hall director. I've been assistant dean. I've been an associate dean. I've been a dean of students. I've been associate vice chancellor for student affairs. Um, I, I got my doctorate at Lehigh University, and, and um, I decided that um, I was going to use that doctor, and I was going to become a, a vice president for student affairs. Yeah. Um, but then I had kids. <laughs> and um, once you have kids, and they're starting to get into uh, the middle school years, you start oh, deciding, yeah. Yeah, you can't move them. One day, I was at um, at the University of, of North Carolina at Wilmington, where I was a, I was the dean of student and associate vice chancellor for student affairs. And my chancellor at the time was Rosemary DePolo. And Rosemary came to me one day, and she said, you know, I want to create this thing called enrollment management, and I want to change this institution, and um, I think you can do it. So, I want you to think about it. And I said, well, thank you so much for thinking of me. Um, but this wasn't exactly in my career track. This is... This <laughs> Actually, really, this wasn't what, that wasn't yeah. really where I was going. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, can I have some time to think about it? She goes, yeah, sure. Take all the time you want. Let me know by tomorrow morning. <laughs> right. Take all the time you want. So, it was a long night. And, um, you know, I, I kind of looked at all the possibilities and I said, you know, hey, this would be another experience to round out my professional career. I didn't mean I had to close the door in student affairs, but it also gave me a chance to do something different that I hadn't I hadn't really thought about. Mm-hmm. And um, over the course of those um, 11 years as the enrollment manager in Wilmington, um, we took an institution um, to become number three in the system, uh, the UNC system. Um, we had the top graduation rate in the UNC system for our transfer students. We had the third highest um, graduation rate, six year graduation rate of all the students in the UNC system. We had the second highest four year rate um, we turned the campus around. I doubled the enrollment at Wilmington over my course of time there, and we raised the SAT score by about 100 points, mm. um, and we raised our retention rate by over by over 20 points. Um, so we, we had a lot of success there, and it really was an all hands on deck approach. Everybody yeah. at the university bought in. Um, they knew where they were going. We knew what we could accomplish if we really put our head to it, and and it was a great run. It was a it was a great run. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the end of 11 years, you start asking yourself, you know. What's the, what's the next, next race? one? Yeah, you know, what's, what's the next, next race? one? Yeah. And so I decided to, to look for a new job. And um, this was the first place I applied for. And I accepted the job um, right out of the gate because the moment I stepped on this campus, I saw what the potential was. Isn't um, it amazing to walk? It is amazing. From outside
0: eyes mm-hmm. to walk on this campus. Right. You know, most people have been here for a very long time. Yeah. And to be a, a new set of eyes in this environment, it's unbelievable the assets the opportunities they are it's scary how many we have right um and i think people I, I don't know that unless you have the blessing of coming from the outside i agree it's hard to see it yeah but it yeah. is real yeah <laughs> and, and, and it and, is and, tangible
1: and and what's amazing is you I know mean, you get seven great colleges of which at least three of them are in the top echelon of their that's right of their professions um you know your aviation school the fine arts school um you know, business um, with its accreditation, <laughs> yeah. even engineering in yeah. terms of the range of disciplines that are available in the engineering school, and then you got a great arts and science school that really nobody knows anything about. Um, yeah. You know, you're at your, you you've got a health and human services program that's that's really starting to to build and blossom. You know, this institution is connected to a medical school, is connected to a law school. Um, it's located in a great location, and I kept on scratching my head, going, "What is going on?" Yeah. Um, I, and how does the world not know? Right. How do yeah. they not know who we are? And that's really kind of the the theme that we talk about over and over again is how do we get people to know what is Western Michigan University right. all
0: about? That's right. So let's be, I, I want to get to that question. We'll, we'll close by coming back to that. Yeah. But before we do that, you, higher ed recruitment mm-hmm. and enrollment is, I would guess this is the hardest time in history. Mm -hmm. to compete for students. Absolutely. Not just declining populations in the state of Michigan and all the things that we've talked about, but just our environment, the Amazon, hot and now, hot and ready, Mm -hmm. a million choices available from online to on campus. You compete against everything from Facebook to Fordham University. That's right. What does it take to win today in the enrollment business, what are the main drivers of successful enrollment strategies?
1: Wow. Well, um, this is only a half hour podcast. I mean, no, this, man, this is this We got about this. two
0: minutes. Honest, man. You to come on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what Terry Kern is <laughs> about to say belongs to him and him alone. It does not represent. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um,
1: you got to be the right fit for a kid, you've got to be mm. efficient, and you've got to. Make sure that you meet their goals as quickly as possible. But you also have to do it in a way that you meet their price point Mm -hmm. because that's a big issue right now. You need to be able to show them what the the return on investment is. Um, When you look at this university, one of the greatest statistics we have is that 91% of our kids within three months of graduation are either in grad school or in their first job. That's right. There are not many institutions in the United States that can say that and we've we got to be telling that. everybody. That's right. That's, that's something that that's that's the bottom line. When a when a parent comes to this campus on a kit campus tour, they want to know how many of their kids are being are being hired. 91% of WMU students and are that, working in their field. That's exactly right. That's, that's a exactly, billboard. That's a billboard. It really is, <laughs> right? And you've got to have messages. right. That's right. Yeah, you gotta have messages for kids that resonate with them to let them know about what what is gonna make this experience so much different than they will somewhere else. And yeah, the demographics are tough. We all know that. But but you can compete those demographics by going out and being strategic about the marketplace that you go out into and try to build your funnels in, in other areas. And we did that. We we made a strategic right. move about a year ago when we changed the out of state tuition rate. You know, a kid in Illinois can actually come to Michigan, Western Michigan University, cheaper than can go to, to a school in, in Illinois. And they when they realized that. They're flocking to us. And And, we're telling them that. Oh, yes. We're telling them anytime we can. Um, We're trying to make sure that everyone knows um, that we are an excellent buy with a a great outcome in an atmosphere that, that is personal, that provides them with the personal experience that they would expect to get and, and it's in a research one university. we got a research <laughs> one faculty. One research That's one. right. You know, what, what more can you ask for in terms of experience and coming out of with the exposure to that type of opportunities to work directly with faculty and undergraduate research work, um, to be in an environment in which it's large enough that you have every opportunity to be engaged in things that you would find at any big university, but still an institution that can use its size to its advantage to make sure that no one gets lost here. Because yeah. you can find your way. And um, and we find we, we make it our, our, our goal to let every student know that we're behind them in terms of their success.
0: What's your dream for Western?
1: Uh, my dream for Western is to um, increase both the quality and the uh, the enrollment. Um, I'd like to see us get to some somewhere between 26,000 and 27,000. Um, I think we can. Suspect. I'd like twenty-eight, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I I, I would like twenty-eight too. Um, but I, I also think yeah. that we need to to get to a point where we we rebuild our enrollment, we reestablish ourselves as being the true number three university in the Michigan, um, to be a competitor with both Michigan and Michigan State. We won't win every battle, but we should be able to convince a lot of those students to come here because. We have the academic programs they have, but we're in a different atmosphere where they're not going to be a number. They're going to be an actual person. Right. They're, and they're going to get that kind of experience. Here. That's right. That's right. Um, but I think we can get there. And yeah. and I think it's, you know, we're, we're going to still have some ups and downs and some bumps in, in our enrollment because we have some things that we're still working out. Um, but, but you know, our new president is pretty amazing. He's done some, he he's done some pretty amazing things. He's made some good ch- decisions. Um, we're going to have a new vice president for marketing and strategic communications coming in here. And believe me, when that person gets an opportunity to start developing some best practice strategies um, mm. that are intentional about where we're actually looking for students and getting our name out, it's going to have a big influence on our ability to not only bring more students in here, but to, rec- to regain all our alumni and, yeah. and to regain all of those people that knew us at one point yeah. and, and want to be part of this place. You and I are uh, ex-
0: super excited would be an understatement about the <laughs> opportunity sure. to partner with yeah. a new partner in marketing, yeah. uh, who will who will help think about that message uh in a in a in another lens, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go back to this
1: mm-hmm.
0: enrollment thing with Western. Yeah. Yeah. Our retention rates and in our enrollment rates have a lot to do with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. about the role of The alumni base, the donors, our Bronco family, Bronco Nation. How does Bronco Nation get in the game with you to help not only get more students on campus, but once they get here to support, coach, mentor, help, assist in ways that make sure they get out and on time with as little debt as possible? What is Bronco Nation's charge from you? Wow. You and I have talked about this a lot. Yeah, um, we, have.
1: we 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 need our alumni, and and we need them, and they and don't just need their money. Right. We'll take it. That's right. But MyWMU.com slash <laughs> make a gift.
0: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but we need their time. Yeah. We need their enthusiasm. We need their energy. We need them to be behind us. Um, when we're out doing recruiting, when we're at college fairs, when we're in their neighborhoods, when we're in their schools, we're in their high schools, um, when we're out there and, and doing programs, we need them visible. We need them to, to, um, to be out there spreading the word about why did Western Michigan make that much of a difference in your life? Mm-hmm. And when you're out there and you've been successful and you look back on your four or five years at this institution, you know that it's been the foundation of everything that you've succeeded and achieved. And you should be able to say that with good conscience to every kid that you meet out there. Mm-hmm. You should be referring names to us. You should send us names. Send us by email. You can find my email address. It's Terrence.Karren at Yeah. I'll make sure that name that kid gets followed up with within 24 hours. Yeah. We will find a way to get them to the campus so they can to experience the people here um, and the attitude and the, and the vibe that we have going on on this campus. But we need our alumni and we need our friends of the university to be proud about who they are and to send us some of the best students that they know from their and their their neighborhoods and their schools um, their churches, their organizations, we, we will do you right. We will make yeah. sure that they get the best experience possible. And that's something that um, you and I know are working on very hard to find a way for us to continue to connect and do some more formal programs because right. we're going to a lot of different areas right now. We're spending time in California, Texas. We're looking to spend more time in Ohio, Illinois, and um, Arizona, Florida, um, Pennsylvania, um, New Jersey. We're looking for, for time for, for places that we know that we can identify pockets of our alumni um, and also where there's a high density number of students that we know from a price point perspective, we are a good buy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and we're looking at populations of students that, that will we'll look at Western Michigan as an opportunity. And um, we're starting to see some real real success there. I mean, our, our out-of-state out applications this year were up by 78%, which is telling us that when we're going out there selling the university and getting people to take a look at us, they're taking us seriously. And they're actually, we're in the game. Yeah. Um, we will have more and more success with them as we become better at, at grooming that relationship and making sure we find ways to keep them connected in that enrollment funnel as long as possible.
0: Yeah. We had a, a Alumni Association Board meeting um, last week. <clears throat> One of the major topics, and coming this fall for all of our listeners, is going to be an opportunity for all of us to get involved in recruitment and enrollment. We will have a way for you to just reach out to your university, we'll let you know where we'll be or which areas are the focus, and we're going to be asking our alums and friends to step in, go to those college fairs, actually show up at high school uh, tailgate parties for football games, and wave the Western flag, and just tell your Western story. That's really what we need people to do, and and so we're going to engage Bronco family this year uh, in helping us with that, and it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. So uh, I'll get you out of here on this one. I I promise you, I won't won't keep that in mind. The most important, no, I'll I'll, I'll rephrase that question. The most exciting future for Western is, fill that in, fill in that blank. The most exciting part about Western's future is? Oh, boy.
1: Um, That we start seeing, um, when we define ourselves as an access university, that we're a real access university, which are an opportunity for everyone. Yeah. And that we have students and we can compare ourselves in terms of our outcomes and see ourselves being the top, top 10% of the universities in the country. Um, that we can see when we enroll a kid um, the first day of class that they know all of a sudden this is where they belong. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of great things happening at this university. There's a lot of great strategic planning going on. We've got great leadership. Um, Dr. Montgomery is moving us forward. There's no, there's no option to be looking behind. We're moving forward. And we are gonna be an institution of choice. We are gonna be a place of destination. And we are a place that's gonna be very, very proud and reestablish ourselves um, as, as being one of the top three universities in Michigan.
0: Yeah, you and I both, I think, came uh, to this university uh, for that promise. Right, exactly right. I mean, we've talked about this a hundred uh-huh. times. We uh-huh. both saw it, yep. and yep. I think we're getting closer and closer to it every day.
1: Absolutely, and, and I mean, we stand I on great
0: shoulders to do absolutely. so. Absolutely, yeah. and I ain't come here to fail. You got that right. You didn't <laughs> come here did to lose, no sir, because <laughs> uh, we we only win. <laughs> well, Terry, I tell you, man, it, it's been a pleasure um, getting to know you, to watch your leadership, mm-hmm. keep pushing. Absolutely, we're gonna man. change. We're gonna change the condition all together, all thirty thousand of us. We're going to get it done. It's, 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 it's worth the investment in this place. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a desire to help us to be a part of the Bronco Nation uh, that will continue to help us grow, our student population, transfer students, undergrad students, graduate students, we need your help. Go to mywmu.com slash raisethew, and we'll get you connected right there to Dr. Curran and his office and ways in which you can help the Bronco family continue to grow. Dr. Curran, thanks for being on today, man. Hey, it's a pleasure, man. If you're out and about today, folks, hanging out with friends, having a nice cold beverage, maybe a warm one, maybe it got cold again where you are. I hope it stays warm in Michigan. Whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, tell people about our great university, Western Michigan University. And if you do that, you'll help us all to raise the W.